Hello, welcome to I Had an Epiphany podcast. This is your host, Mark Thompson. We have a great show for you in store today. Today, we're going to sit down with our guest speaker, Tiara Walker, and talk about her recent success, recent book, her journey as a writer, performer, and her plans for the future. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tiara. Thank you for having me. I'm, I feel good to be here. Thank you. We appreciate it as well. Tiara, before we get into it, I just want to let you know, I'm really excited to talk with you today. Your creative journey is truly inspiring, and your current work couldn't be more timely. In yeah. addition to publishing your book, what which includes health, fitness, and wellness. But before we get into the book, I want to talk about what has, what ha, I want to talk about your experience of becoming a writer. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my experience of becoming a writer, um, I honestly feel like I've been writing my whole entire life. Um, consciously, I believe that um, it started and my writing career started when I was in childhood, um, since childhood. Um, I had this crazy dream um, of mine that I wanted to have my first poetry book published in Borders. And I think I was a freshman in high school at the time and I, I wish I still had it, but I wrote a, a collection of poetry on a Word doc and I had it printed out and everything. And it was my dream to have that by the time I was 18 um, in a Borders. And it's crazy because like nowadays we don't even have that. Some people don't even know what that is because now it's all Barnes and Nobles and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> but, um, or you might have to go digital is. with it. Yeah. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Um, and so that was like my first, first like dream. So I've been writing since I was young and like even going back to like English and, and language arts um, when you're in like elementary schools and middle schools and stuff like that. I used to actually write raps mm -hmm. for like MLK and Sojourner Truth um, and they play it at assemblies, which was pretty fucking cool. Nice. Um, but back then, yeah, back then I was mad embarrassed about it, but um, <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, it's crazy how like, um, what we did as children, like our hobbies and fascinations somehow boomerang back into adulthood, you know? Absolutely. Um, and then when we get to college, like, um, I feel like that's when things kind of set in for me, like that aha moment, like, oh shit, like I'm actually pretty good at writing. Um, Cause I was the VP, the vice president of a poetry club on campus, shout out to Westchester University of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, I was a VP of the poetry club called Poesis, that's dope. And um, I did a couple featured articles at the school newspaper, The Quad. So, like, if you literally Google me and type The Quad or Google me and type Poesis, like, you'll see some old stuff. And it's pretty, like, nostalgic to look at that. Um, and then I met a tribe of folks um, who I started to perform with and getting into music. So that was also um, pretty dope. And we, our name is Dope School. So shout out to them. Nice. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of how I got my start. But looking back, it's like... I've been writing, you know, and that's yeah. just something that was like a silver lining in everything that I did. Nah, that's pretty awesome. You have so many different avenues as far as like reaching people and, and, and sharing expressions and everything like that. One thing yeah. I did want to ask for you, like as far as writing, we, we get that. But how did you how did you feel during your first live performance? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, my first performance, I felt, in my opinion, was just weak as hell. Um, just because... It happens you know, to the best of us. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like when you're a new performer and when it's your first time being on stage and all eyes are on you, you're taking all that energy from the crowd, everybody looking at you and like you trying to, to, to do your best and keeping your energy contained. Like sometimes you bubble over your words and stumble. Mm -hmm. And so that happened to me a couple of times and I just kind of felt defeated. But, you know, um, I've always been told that I had a strong voice um, when I performed. Right. Um but it's also, but you know, it's always been very liberating when I do perform because a lot of us, you know, we don't like to be center stage or all eyes on me, but we do like to be heard. And I think, you know, for me, it's a beautiful feeling to know that while you're writing and trying to make sense of yourself and the world around you, um, you can simultaneously empower and encourage others to do the same, let alone relate to you. And I think that is a very, very amazing feeling. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Just to kind yeah. of stay along the similar lines of that like you write raps you you write books poetry yeah. etc cetera, etc cetera. you you just write and everything <laughs> where do you find your inspiration um so yeah my inspiration is crazy it's still it, it changes and it varies as I'm shedding layers and evolving as an artist as a writer um certain things that inspired me back then don't inspire me anymore but as of right now it's been a pretty constant of of becoming a mother. Um, oh, I'm not a mom now. Yeah, I'm not a mom now. And it sounds kind of morbid. But like, um, even while writing my book, my inspiration was if I'm no longer here in this world, you know, anything could happen. Um, I want to be able to have something for them to remember me as but also to kind of milk it milk milk some of like my inspiration from or milk some of my wisdom from or, or get some type of guidance from. So when I write, um, that's kind of what I'm doing it for. That's my inspiration. You know, if anything were to happen to me, at least you got my words to live through. And I think that is what constantly keeps me going, what constantly motivates me, what constantly inspires me. So what kind of message do I want to leave behind? Right. You know, what? It's, it's interesting that you say the choice, you, you chose the word morbid, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with that because it, all it is is really a strategy guide to life. You know, especially while like you're still that. able to, while you're still sound and able to do it. So I don't want you yeah. to look at it that way. It's, yeah. it's just truly a strategy guide. And for real, for real, as time goes on, we tend to forget certain things. So if you have it all written out there, possibly preparing for the, for your future child, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I like that. A strategy guide. I never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Look at you. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, look. I see you. Listen, listen. It's, it's true, though. It's true. Like, I mean, just myself personally, I'm not, I'm not a big yeah. writer, but the times I do write, I write in a little journal here and there, but then there's times I'll go back and read it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I forgot about this. So yeah. just imagine how you're trying to prepare your future child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's facts. That's facts. Mm -hmm. And you don't got to say you're not a big writer, like writing a writing practice and, and it could be big to you just by being in that journal space. Like, so I just want to put that out there to you as well. That's like, true. Just because you don't got a book out or you're not an author or something that don't mean like, you know, mine is mine is more of a ex expression and motion. You know how us men are, but it's a start. <laughs> Definitely a start. I'd love to hear it. Mm -hmm. Let me uh, let me switch up a little bit. So having sure. done a lot of work in the wellness space through your writing, uh -huh. uh, such as uh, Medium and Selfish Bay, can you tell me why health and wellness is so important to you? Oh man, health and wellness is like our well being. You know, um, absolutely. It's, it's important to me because, you know, cultivating your inner wealth is what directly impacts your well-being. And when I say inner wealth, I'm talking about your mind, your heart, and your spirit. Like, those three things got to be A1, got to be aligned. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Got to be in accordance to one another. Got to so, like, the mental's every, on point. 
That's right. Every choice we make, you know, is directly connected to our emotional health, which is what's so big in my book. That's what I talk about. Um, and our emotional health, meaning like our thoughts, our beliefs, our personal narratives that we can play to ourselves and constantly say to ourselves, you know, so being able to live a fulfilling life depends on, you know, how one, how well you take care of yourself and two, how where you how well you can care for yourself. And those are two completely different things. And it took me a while to learn the difference because to care, um, to take care of yourself is like a level of survival. That's Absolutely. your shower, that's your bathing, that's your clothing, that's your feeding of yourself. But to care for yourself is the level of love that you have. And that's different. That's like coming with a, a grounding practice, how well you nourish in the body. Like, what are you feeding yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, what are you consuming? How are you watering? in your mindset what kind of standards you got what kind of boundaries you hold right. like they're two different things um and so health and wellness is, is just so important to me in regards to our emotional health because that inevitably what's going to carry us you know so mm -hmm. um i talked about that sound mind a moment ago yeah it's it's so real it's so real so i am very passionate if anything else like what tiara is and what she does and what the message is and who she is and you know all that it's emotional health yeah. That's that's number one. That's number one. You're right about so. that. One thing my dad always would tell me, he was like, son, you only get one temple, so take care of it. So that goes as long with health, yeah. mental, et cetera. Just like you only get one shot at this. You don't want to mess around doing things that you're not supposed to do, messing up the temple. So I get exactly what you're saying, and it's, it's major. I, I wish more people kind of looked at it that way because mm -hmm. a lot of people our generation are just – sometimes getting indulged into some of the wrong things and not realizing like, Hey, we really get one shot at this. So we, we got to take care yeah. of our head. We got to take care of our body. And it's all connected. It's all connected, man. It's all connected. Absolutely. So, yeah. So what I, I wanted to uh, switch up again, I'm, we're going to be bouncing yeah. around a bit, but, I, but we, we, cool. we going to make it happen. So, we got to remain fluid. So absolutely. it's all good already. <laughs> so you, um, you later published the book, Water from My Seas. What's the premise of that story? Yeah. How, so, how did you feel now as a published author? <laughs> so, um, yeah, dang, water for my seeds. I'm coming up on five months right now, too. I released it in March. Nice. Um, and it was a little, it was a setback a little bit because of COVID. So I didn't get to have like a signing and an actual release that got canceled. So I was like, dang, should I even still release it? Should I put it out? You know, is it even going to get that much traction? Yeah. But, you know, for all for anybody listening that's been supporting me, like the support has been crazy. So shout out to to, to the community for real. Um, but the premise of my book is just an intimate look at my journey when it comes to love and relationships and understanding the challenges of love due to my un unhinged idea of it. You know, we always have these ideologies, um, these is in irrational ideologies behind love and, and how that should be shown. What it's supposed to look like. And what it's supposed to look like, all of that. And, you know, I just really had to sit down and break that down because I had to look around and be like, yo, why is every relationship I'm in failing? And I don't like to say the word fail because I do believe that every relationship... Um, it's a um, Yeah, yeah. Every relationship is a blessing and it works out as is, as it's intended to. Um, but, you know, you can't help but feel like, okay, there's a pattern here. Why is this pattern constantly coming up? So back again, that emotional health, that emotional wellness, like I had to really take a look at myself and examine me, mm -hmm. me, you know, because everything else is an extension of me. And if I'm not right, nothing else going to be right, regardless how good that person is or not. 
So that's what I had to sit down and really, really, really um, get to the bottom of. So that's the premise of that. You bring up a good point, too, because a lot of people will keep entering these uh, so-called failed relationships thinking it's the other person, but never once take a step back and see like, well, well what am I doing? Or, or, or do yeah. I even love myself enough? Like, if I don't love myself enough, how can I possibly go ahead out here and love somebody else so that to me personally i know i'm going off a little bit but that doesn't make sense i just don't feel like there's no way that you can fully love another person if you don't even fully love yourself let me say this let me say this i actually just saw a post yesterday and you bring up a good point because i thought that same exact thing Mm -hmm. um but i also i see it at a different angle now because it's like I get why people say, how can you love somebody else if you don't love yourself? But it's also like, you can still love somebody even if you don't, if your love for yourself is not all the way there. It's just in a different way. It's in like a, I, I would say in a lower grade of love, but you're still loving. You're doing the best that you can of where you are. It's just in different ways. And as you grow and as you heal, those ways um, just begin to um, feel at a different higher vibration and frequency. So um, I do hear what you're saying on that, but I definitely wanted to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. No, I, I, I'm with you on that one. That's 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 just that's just how I look at it sometimes because a lot of people they don't tend to take ownership and and blame others, especially when we're talking about love, because that's something that's a collaboration and there's gonna be a lot of look collaboration, compromise, and communication. I just came up with that off the top of my head. Look at you. <laughs> See, <laughs> look, you, look, you got me inspired now. Hey, Maybe look, right, right. Let me stop. Nah, go ahead, man. <laughs> Speaking of um collaboration, so you 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 spoke about doing plenty of collaborations in college and everything, and yes. I'm I'm sure you'll continue that in the future. But uh, one of the things I did want to ask you about is like, can you tell me about your collaborative process and working with others to complete your book? Yeah, so it's crazy. Like, I was a fish out of water. I'm I'm gonna just say that right there. I was a fish out of water when I first started this process. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and like many, I had an idea yet. I didn't know how to package that idea into something tangible, into something that could be of service to somebody else. Um, so shout out to Najee, you know, he, he really sat through all my, all He's my questions. Good guy. And, yeah. He sat through all my questions and helped me along the way, um, to the next steps and to resources as well, because without those resources, like, I this wouldn't have happened. So he really played a, a really, really um, integral part in that. But, you know, like as a person, I'm very independent and I like to just figure it out on my own. But there's so much information out there that it gets overwhelming to sort through sometimes. So it's super helpful to have people there and to show you the ropes. Um, so for that, I'm grateful. However, you know, like that being said, the editing process, uh, it wasn't all bad, but it kind of sucked. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because... Um, I literally had to sit there and reread all of those notes. And it's a little different in my case because it's a poetry and prose book. So it's right. subjective. It's subjective. You can't, you know, you know, it's it's different than writing a um like a a plot and, and all that. So and character development and, and things like that. Um but after I wrote it, I was like, yo, I don't even want to look at it no more, let alone now I gotta go back page <laughs> to page and figure it out. Like mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even want to do that. Um, and, so. and then sometimes editing your own work, you miss things yeah, that you don't yeah. even realize are there. You might go right over it. And, and this time, um, I had a couple a couple homies of mine. They they read through it, um, but by that time, I had already had my box of books sitting w- waiting for the world. So it was like, mm-hmm. I hope you like it because now we ready to go. We ready to rock. Um, nice. 
And it's crazy. Like, the guy who formatted my book, I literally had him reformat it probably 10 times. He was probably sick of me. But I just felt like by that point, I just had to put it out because my perfectionism would take over. So nonetheless, I'm grateful because I definitely needed people to help me along this process. That's cool. I mean, as an artist, at the end of the day, sometimes it's hard for you to put out work that you don't approve of yourself. But it's yeah. when you get in the moment when you are editing and looking over, you might become too critical. But yeah, the outside is like, what are you doing? Like, this is perfect. Like, leave yeah. it alone. Let it go. Yeah. And me, I sometimes um, I'm getting better at it now. But um, when I got the idea in my head, like, oh, I'm gonna write a book. It's like, my writing switched all of a sudden. Not like what I wanted to say, but how I was getting it out on paper. I was like, okay, well, this is going in the book. It has to come out perfect. Mm -hmm. Not that it can come out raw and um, it comes out raw and then we can refine it and perfect it later. But it's crazy because that has been the highest compliment that I've gotten on this book. You'll I love surprised. the vulnerability. I love the honesty. And that's, yeah. that's what I'm most proud of. You'll be surprised. I mean, nowadays I feel like people, they want that raw like yeah. person because we're so used to you know just conforming to what it's supposed to be and it's like yeah. oh, it seems like this this is familiar with this but when you when you get that raw pure emotion etc that I think that's the best form of content yeah and yeah and people like to to relate to you so people love a me too person like oh you feel like that yo me too right. you know so that's that's pretty cool so um yeah. I heard through the grapevine, like a little, a little birdie was telling me you were <laughs> obtaining some uh, new certifications this year. Will that yeah. build on your writing and your commitment to wealth and health? I'm sorry, to health and wellness. Yeah, um, you can say that. you can say wealth. You can say wealth because yo, once you become, you know, that inner wealth. Um, yes. But yeah, I'm currently um, studying for a GFI cert um, in the fitness industry. Um, so okay. a GFI is just a group fitness. Yeah, and I believe in holistic wellness. Um, I feel like I was touching on that um, earlier. Mm -hmm. But it's just like to be able to connect the mind, the body, and the spirit um, through writing and my writing, that tackles the spirit and the mind aspect for me. But I also wanted to, to learn more about the body and tap into the movement side of things for an overall view of health and wellness. Are you talking and like, along the lines of yoga? Um, so like anything right now, it's just kind of like the standard before I get into my niche, but okay. right now I'm just learning about the anatomy of the body, um, and like the pain points of the body and like certain stretches and exercises to kind of alleviate that along with writing practices and along with like nourishment and how we're eating and what we're choosing to feed ourselves. And like nutrition kind of came, kind of came secondhand nature to me. Cause I do a lot of research on that from jump because mm -hmm. I had like, um, like my skin is very sensitive. So I had to do that for myself regardless. So I just was feeling like, okay, well, holistic health is tackling the mind, body, and spirit. Cool. I got the mind and I got the spirit down. What about the body? Let's learn something about that so I can be um, overall. And um, what's the word I'm looking for? So that I could really get a comprehensive view on, on what health is. So yeah. that's why I did that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's definitely a, a good step in the in the right direction. And yeah. truthfully, we need more people. As I was mentioning earlier, we need more people who are more aware with their their mental and like their 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 well being and their body as well. It's, it's just so important, especially our people, because you know yes. we, we barely get the right nourishment as is. You know, we yep. it's about time. So I I think that's a good thing that you are doing that. I appreciate that. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you.
one thing I wanted to ask you when, so this is the, you know, the, uh, hold on one second. I had an epiphany podcast. So when was that moment where you were sitting down and it's like, you know what? I'm giving this 110%. When did you have that epiphany? Um, what for my cert or for writing a book? I want to, I want to go, let's talk about writing first and then hit a mm-hmm. little bit on the cert. Okay. So a hundred percent. Um, I literally, 110. So I literally <laughs> sat down, um, because right now I'm still working a, you know, I'm still working a regular job. And so, no, I don't want to be here, but I'm grateful that I'm here, you know, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. I sat down and I was like, God, you know, like, there's got to be more for me out here. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? What is my higher calling? What is my purpose? I don't know. Like, I'm doing so many things. I'm a jack of all trades. Like, that's cool. I don't want to be a master of none type of thing. So I sat down and I was like, okay, well, what is the silver lining? What is the thread? What is the common thread between everything that I'm doing? And I boiled it down to writing. Everything comes to my words, my voice. Those two things carried everything that I did. And so once I had that aha moment, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a it's a wrap. It's it's a it's a it's a, it's over. That's a and good like fit. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, you know, even putting it out to the external world, a lot of people would say like the the majority of the compliments or the, the comments that I got was like, yo, I felt this. Yo, um, your voice is so powerful yo, this message right here, it was like things like that. And I was like, okay, that's my words and that's my voice. So mm-hmm. that's when I was like, I'm going to double down on this. So that was that aha moment for me. Got you. Now, what, what about what about the cert? All right, the cert, that was a little less like, <laughs> a little mm-hmm. less profound. It was Got like, you. yo, I'm, I'm bored. That was when quarantine just happened. I was going to say, was that more educational that stemmed <laughs> off to be a little bit more? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, okay, well, right now I don't have to go into work. Work is shut down. I have nothing to do. I don't want to just turn into a couch potato. Like I want to continue to exercise my mind, but something that I feel like can add value to what I'm already doing. Something, and I, and I like fitness personally. Like even like when I'm not writing, it's just regular. Like I'll go to the gym all the time. I love to run in nature. I like to move my body. Um, I love like, um, high intensity interval training, stuff like that, boot camps, outdoor workouts, agility ladders, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. Why not learn about something that I'm already passionate about? So I just kind of took that route too. So and just had another thing under my belt. I think that's pretty so. dope at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah. Because as I mentioned, wellness is is very important and it, it needs to it needs more light shine, especially in our community. So I yeah. think you're gonna be able to do that, especially with your collaborations, your the way you're expressing yourself through music, yeah, like your books, poetry. Like I, I appreciate I think it. You can definitely do that. So you're hyping me up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's what it's that's what it's all about. I know Hype up our people. What you mean? That's facts. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Now, um, speaking of all those things I touched on, what, yeah. like, what's your what's your vision for the future, especially when it comes to your publishing and service to others, like the book? Um, what what can we expect? Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, awesome. So you know, for the future, it's crazy. Sometimes I like have a whole plan for the future, and other times I'm just like, oh, just go with the flow. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, I would really love to write another book completely different from my, you know, first book. Um, but I think right now I'm dabbling in starting a new creative project that involves like customized written sentiments. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm gonna say about that right now, because, you know, I want to get some ducks in a row first 
But, you know, I do really want to use my book as a way to get into the school systems to start an after school program for inner city girls and, and young women. A lot of people don't know that I used to work in social services for mm-hmm. um, inner, yeah, inner city youth in and out of foster care. So and that actually is what kicked off my um, my need for self-reflection, um, because I saw a lot of um, women and young girls who were trying to get their life in order, but their belief system, you know, and, and the way that they thought might about not have had beliefs, a proper guidance. They didn't. And so I was like, wow, I, if I'm a mirror for them, I got to make sure I'm straight, you know? And mm-hmm. so that, you know, that level kind of opened the door for all of this that I'm doing today. Um, but I also would love to curate like a six week program of some sort for those looking to transform that emotional wellness and restore balance. Wow. So those are like my, yeah, those are my four. I think I listed like four things. Um, but eventually, yeah, I do want to branch out. I want to use this book as a way to get into the literary world so that I can get into schools and like create an after school program. And it's crazy because I have a lot of things that I want to do, but they all tie in. So I, I'm at least grateful for that. So I, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I want to say I'm I'm with you on with you a bit on everything because throughout this quarantine, I'm sure all of our minds have been racing. And one of the couple of things that has come back to me is I was thinking about possibly going back to be a teacher because I feel like there aren't enough African American male teachers, especially because yeah. our, little, our little boys and girls need someone to look up to. So I thought like that's true. Possibly a great role model for that, and then also possibly a therapist as well, because, especially for mm-hmm. with emphasis on black men because as I talked about early writing in my journal and everything, black men, we just do not express emotions enough. And you yeah. said it like, I feel like, hey, I got to get myself mentally right before I can go out here, try to help and heal others. So that's you're, facts. you're on the right track. And that's that's real dope. And we can always use more um, support groups for black men, too, as well. I see a couple out here, um, but, you know, not nearly as much as they have for women as well. So Absolutely. definitely, I think that's that's amazing. And that's a good start. Um, and therapy is always good. Um, I am so like, I'm jealous of people who have a good therapist or a good life coach, because I feel like for me, it's so hard for me to find that right fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having more of our people infiltrate these spaces, I think is always a major deal. I think so. Awesome. Yeah. I think so as well. Well, Sierra, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure to learn about your current book, Water From My Seeds. Your message about education, wellness, and understanding is just so important right now. Like, we're continuing to be amazed and impressed with with everything that you're accomplished, especially with your writing, your service, and positive energy. To find out more about Tiara Walker publications, go to tiarawalker.com. To learn more about the book and current pay- and current projects and everything, so Tiara, we just want to thank you so much for sharing your creative process and important work with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk about it and um, you know just connect with other dope minds. So thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you sometime soon. Peace. All right. Bye bye.